You know what I've noticed? Most men pursue whatever makes them feel good. Comfort has become their God. They're addicted to their couch. They don't like to be pushed outside of their comfort zone. But that comfort zone is actually ruining their life. It's the very thing that's contributing to problems like obesity, heart disease, cancers, diabetes, depression, anxiety, and self-loathing. You, my brother, you can be different. You can be better than that. But to do so, you must pursue the strenuous life. Because the strenuous life is actually the best life that yields the most rewards, not just in this life, but also in the life to come. So here we go. You're listening to the Grizz Podcast. Our mission is to guide, encourage, and equip you on your journey with Christ. It's time for you to rise up, honor God, and live manly. Now here's our host, Jason George. Get him, Jay. Oh! going down yes yes thanks for tuning in my brothers welcome back to the grizz today is wednesday february 15 2023 coming at you from the beautiful low country south carolina got some good words of encouragement for you on this episode it's kind of a kick in the ass but sometimes that's what we need man i am learning that i'm at my best when I engage in doing hard, strenuous, uncomfortable things, that is when I'm at my best. As a man, every day I need to make myself do some sort of hard, strenuous, uncomfortable things because it's good for me. Physically, mentally, spiritually, it brings reward. Lazy, gluttonous living must have no place in my life. So I pursue the strenuous life because it yields the most rewards. Self-control and self-discipline, listen, they lead to freedom, growth, peace, opportunities, success. It doesn't matter how smart or talented you are. If you don't have self-control and self-discipline, your life will eventually fall apart. You're going to waste your life. You have to learn to master yourself or something else will master you. And the choice is up to you, man. Every single day, the choice is up to you. And no one else can do it for you. You got to do it. You got to put in the work. You got to keep yourself in check by doing hard, strenuous, uncomfortable things every single day. You got to say no to what's bad for you. You got to resist, train, sweat, study, work, fight, serve, repeat. Those are the marks of a powerful man. I like what Seneca said. 
He said, most powerful is he who has himself in his own power. Most powerful is he who has himself in his own power. He's talking about a man with self-control and self-discipline. That's a powerful man. The Apostle Paul wrote similar words in 1 Corinthians 9.27. He said, I discipline my body. I bring it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. That's the mark of a powerful man. I discipline my body and I keep it under control. Also consider what Christ told his disciples in Matthew 16, 24. You know that famous passage where he says, if anyone wishes to come after me, to follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me. Do you get what he's saying there? If you want to follow me, you say you're a follower of Christ. You want to follow me? Deny yourself take up your cross, and come follow me. You know, to deny yourself is to to, uh, deny your fleshly desires. And to take up your cross and follow him is to choose the difficult, strenuous trail, the narrow trail that leads to real life and eternal rewards. It's you leaving the wide, easy, popular road that everyone is walking because you know in the end it leads to destruction. Christ was the most self-controlled and self-disciplined man to ever walk the planet. And to be a follower of Christ means, should mean, it's supposed to mean that you're becoming that kind of man too a powerful man. A powerful man is a man who is self-controlled and self-disciplined. You know, lazy people think they're enjoying the good life, but they're not. They're not. They're not better people. Inevitably, lazy people always have a harder time in life. The glutton with no self-control, no self-discipline, That dude ends up full of problems and self-loathing. Think about it, man. Can you name one great person throughout history without self-discipline, without self-control? You can't do it. It's the mark of powerful people who impact the world. And we live in a world right now, 2023, where most of us live a world of abundance. There's a buffet of comforts and pleasures waiting for us at any moment. And you need to be very careful with that because everything that looks good, sounds good, smells good, tastes good, feels good is not always good. It's not what's best for us. My brother, listen, I'm telling you for your own benefit. I want to help you. That's why I'm here. Do hard, strenuous, uncomfortable things every day. Say no to what's bad for you. Resist 
train, sweat, study, work, fight, serve others, repeat. Those are marks of a powerful man. Now, lately, I've been thinking more and more about the brevity of life, how short life truly is, how fleeting our time is here. You don't know how much longer you have down here, neither do I. I do know that today, I'm one day closer to my physical death than I was yesterday, and so are you. So what do we got to do? You got to go hard. You got to be your best. Don't waste your life. Let me tell you how that starts. What we got to do. Starts out in the early morning. You got to attack the dawn. Attack the dawn. That means we get up early before everyone else. And we get after it. Man, I have learned that having an early morning routine is crucial to your growth, your impact, your success. It sets the tone for the rest of your day. My early morning routine, I was thinking about it when I was preparing this uh, episode. I was like, what do I do every single morning? Like, it's just a given. This is what I do. Unless it's something something weird. Maybe I'm super sick or maybe I'm traveling and I, I, I couldn't do it. But typically, my early morning routine is I get up and I grab a cup of coffee. It's like the first thing, dude. Like, I need a cup of coffee. And then, after I've maybe talked to my wife for a little bit, and interacted with her, let the dog out to go to the bathroom or feed the dog, I go to my office, the Grizz Cave, where I spend some time with God. I spend some time with God. And it doesn't have to be long to be good. I could read some scriptures, journal, pray, spend some time meditating, giving thanks. Maybe I switch it up and listen to a godly, encouraging, stimulating podcast. Or I listen to some worship music. Whatever, man. The point is just to spend some time with God. And then I review my mission, my calling, my goals, my plans. I go over some motivation. This is what I'm doing every morning, dude. And then I take my phone and I check in with my accountability partner via text message. And then I get up, I get clean, I get dressed. I make myself look sharp and ready to conquer my day. I got a home office, guys. That's where I spend the majority of my time working, here in the Grizz Cave. It'd be real easy for me to not get up, get clean, and get dressed, look sharp. Stay in my jammies, right? I won't do that. After I'm done with my time in the Grizz Cave and checking in with my accountability partner, I get up, I get clean, I get dressed. I make myself look sharp and ready to conquer my day, just like I would if I was going in to some corporate office. And then I make my bed. That's right. I make my bed because if you can't make your bed, you can't change the world. Not making your bed says a lot about you. 
And then I get after whatever's on the schedule for the day. Could be planning, researching, writing, responding to emails, paying bills, phone calls, Zoom meetings, updating websites, interviews, recording, whatever else needs to get done to fulfill my mission, my responsibilities as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a friend, as a world changer. And I don't say that like to, to boost myself or to sound arrogant. I'm a world changer. That's who I am. It doesn't mean I have to be popular or famous. It just means that whatever realm God has put me in, whatever people God has placed in my life to influence, I'm going to try to influence them. I'm going to try to be a world changer. That could be with one other person. You can put me in a prison cell with one other person, and I'm going to change their world. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's a choice that you have to make. I don't lay in bed and snuggle in the comfort of my blankets after the sun rises. Now, that's a rare morning for me. I get up early and I attack the dawn because I've learned that's what powerful men do. Mark one thirty five says, I read it yesterday morning, and I took note of this. It says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. You see what he did? Jesus attacked the dawn. He was up before everyone else, and he got after it. Do the same. Be like Jesus. Get up and attack the dawn. That may mean that you need to go to bed earlier so you can get up earlier. Then do it. I'm not a morning person, by the way. I would rather stay up late at night and read and study and blah, blah, blah. But I'm learning. Dude, like I said, powerful men get up early and they attack the dawn. And no, dude, listen, it doesn't feel good to wake up early. You, you think like, well, man, you, you know, a lot of guys can do it because they're just morning people and it feels good. <laughs> dude, it, it, it doesn't always feel good to wake up early. It, to me, it rarely feels good. We all struggle with it. But listen, you were not created by God to stay nestled in your blankets and to keep cozy after the sun rises. Get up and get after it. Attack the dawn. Do you see birds, ants, or bees sleeping in after the sun rises? Never. They get up early and they get after it, making their world a better place. They attack the dawn. You know, the life transformation that you're longing for, this is where it begins. Get up early and attack the dawn. This past week, I was reading about an interesting fellow. It's kind of a sad, pathetic fellow, but he's interesting. King George IV. He was a fat lazy, gluttonous creature. In his book, um, 
which I highly recommend you get. Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday. He describes King George IV's disgusting life. <laughs> Listen to this, man. He says that his breakfast consisted of two pigeons, three steaks, a near full bottle of wine, and a glass of brandy. He says that King George IV grew so fat he could no longer sleep lying down or the weight of his own chest might asphyxiate him, (laughs) like kill him. He had trouble signing documents, like literally putting his signature on a document. He had trouble with that. And he eventually had his attendants make a stamp for his signature to save him even that basic exertion. <laughs> it's, I told you, it's sad. And still, King George IV managed to father several illegitimate children while generally neglecting being a king. This dude's lazy, self-indulgent lifestyle, it caught up with him. And he died a miserable early death. He wasted his life. Ryan Holiday goes on to say about King George IV that treating his body like it was a garbage can for four decades had consequences. Has anyone ever drunk or eaten their way to happiness? No. An early grave, misery, regret? You bet. That's good. That's a kick in the ass right there. Don't live for self-indulgent, lazy pleasures. You get up work hard, train, study, exercise, hustle, sweat, serve others, repeat. And this is not punishment. Dude, the strenuous life will lead you to rewards. Listen, guys, there's nothing wrong, nothing I don't want you to misunderstand any of what I'm saying on this episode. There's nothing wrong with enjoying some couch time or a good meal or a good drink or a fine cigar or a good movie or some video game time or a day laying at the beach or some sexual pleasure with your wife. Those are the rewards for the work. Did you hear me? Listen. There's the difference. Those are the rewards for the work, for the grind that we intentionally and habitually put ourselves through. You know, one of the guys throughout history that I've always been fascinated with, interested in, I've got like three or four of his biographies on my shelf right now, is Theodore Roosevelt. He was born with many health struggles that he easily could have allowed to become excuses for him to live a lazy, sedentary, passive existence. He could have easily been like, man, I've got this asthma thing. Uh, I got other physical problems that, you know, just 
keep me from being like other boys, blah, blah, blah. But listen to what his dad did. He had a good dad. His dad continually pushed him to rise above it, to work out, to train his body rigorously, strenuously, to become strong, to make himself strong, to make himself tough, healthy, make himself resilient, bring his body into subjection to do what he wants it to do. And Teddy began to consistently exercise at a gym near his house. And then he had like a gym that was on the porch of his house. He would exercise there too. And he would exercise later at his college, which was Harvard University. He he, uh, eventually began involving himself in things like hiking, hunting, horseback riding. And then he began pushing himself with harder things like rowing, boxing, wrestling, football. It's an incredible story. He made his body stronger, tougher, healthier, more resilient, harder to kill. You know, even as president of the United States, the dude continued to get a few hours of exercise in each afternoon. It was rare if he didn't. I mean, did you hear that? (laughs) As the president of the United States, with all of those demands, responsibilities, meetings, he still typically got in a few hours of exercise a day. And in this strenuous process of improving his physical body, He improved his life, and he became a powerful man, a man of great influence who impacted the world. He's impacted me. Who do you want to be, man? You want to be King George IV, or you want to be Teddy Roosevelt? What kind of man do you want to be? You want to be like King George IV or you want to be like Teddy Roosevelt? Think about it, dude. Which one of those guys do you think felt good about himself when he woke up in the morning? You were not created by God to lazily lie around and just gratify yourself with various pleasures. That is not the purpose of life. When God created Adam and Eve, he placed them in a garden and he commanded them to work that garden, to take care of it, to oversee it. God created man to work hard and God himself reveals that he is a worker. He, God, is a worker. He worked on creation for six days, then rested on the seventh. You see, you work hard Then you enjoy some rest and reward. That's the manly life right there, dude. Guys, work to discipline yourself. Work to become self-controlled, self-disciplined. That's what I'm doing. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm sure not where I was. 
I'm growing. I'm making improvements. I'm becoming a better man. You can be better than you are right now. But listen, no one's going to do it for you, dude. No one's going to do it for you. No one's going to come to your rescue. No one's even going to meet you halfway, man. Stop being a victim. Stop making excuses. Stop waiting for a convenient time. Today's the day. Carpe diem. So even as simple as just little things, man, you begin to take on this strenuous life. You begin to just make yourself do hard, strenuous, uncomfortable things daily. You make yourself do them. Get outside. Go for a walk. Put the backpack on. Go for a ruck. Go ride a trail with your mountain bike. Lift some weights. Begin a martial arts class. Go for a swim. It doesn't really matter what it is. You choose the means, but you got to do something. You got to do something hard, man. You got to grind to become master over your body. You got to get active every single day. Make yourself do something physically hard that you don't feel like doing. I don't care if you're on vacation. Do do three sets of push-ups every single day just to continually tell your body you're not in charge, I'm in charge of you. Make yourself do something physically hard. Man, I try to make myself not just do something physically hard every day, but even mentally challenging through reading, studying, writing, just something every single day. As Seneca said, treat the body rigorously so that it won't be disobedient to the mind. Guys, I can't say it enough. Make yourself healthier, stronger, tougher, more resilient, harder to kill, Because that will bring rewards. Weak, lazy, gluttonous men should not call themselves followers of the Lord Jesus Christ. They may be a believer, but dude, they're not following him. And he calls us to be followers, imitators of him. And he was a self-controlled, self-disciplined man. The most self-controlled, self-disciplined man that ever walked the planet. He lived that. We need to follow that. My brothers, this is what God has been just hammering, dude, chiseling into me. And he wants to do the same in you. So let's go, man. Do the hard, strenuous, uncomfortable things. Say no to what's bad for you. Resist, train, sweat, study, work, fight, serve others, repeat. Those are the marks of a powerful man, a man who honors God and lives manly.
Alright, got a couple closing items of Grizz Biz before I sign off. Hey, if the show is a blessing to you, be a blessing back to our nonprofit ministry by becoming a monthly supporter for as little as $10 or $20 per month. Or you can make a one-time donation. Dude, I so appreciate you guys that are faithful monthly supporters. We would not exist without you. Guys who listen every single week, don't just be a consumer. Be a contributor, man. Partner with us in what we're doing to ignite and equip men to honor God and live manly. The Grizz Podcast is an outreach of Narrow Trail Ministries Incorporated. We're a legit 501c3 nonprofit organization. We will always send you a record of your donation for tax purposes. You can go to narrowtrail.com, narrowtrail.com, click on the give page. There's a link in the show notes. Much appreciated. Also, there's a link in the show notes, tons of links, actually, if you want to connect with me online. I love hearing from our listeners. So it's got my email there, my social media links, stuff like that. Uh, Also want to mention about our climb teams. Guys, if you're struggling with sexual temptation and you feel all alone, you got nobody to help you climb, you need to check out our climb teams. Uh, They are just solid, good weekly support accountability groups. Uh, They meet online via Zoom. I lead all of them. The membership is just $40 per month, and it is well worth it with all that you get. To learn more, go to narrowtrail.com. Click on the page, Climb Teams. You can check that out. Also, want to mention Covenant Eyes, internet accountability software. Get it on all your devices. Get it on your kids' devices. It's an incredible tool to help you stay strong. There's a link in the show notes. And when you sign up and you're at checkout, use the promo code GRIZZIN, G-R-I-Z-Z-I-N, GRIZZIN. You get your first month completely free. Uh, Also, I send out a weekly email called The Growl. I send it to Christian men all over the world who are serious about honoring God and living manly. Every week, there's some helpful content, links, resources, recommendations. Um, So it's stuff that I don't really go over here on the podcast. So if you're interested in that, there's a link in the show notes. Sign up for The Growl. We also have a closed Facebook group for Christian men, brothers from other mothers. It's called Grizz Tribe. That's right. G-R-I-Z, Grizz Tribe. Look it up. There's a link in the show notes. It's a great place to meet other like-minded brothers who are fighting the fight. It's a great place to share prayer requests and encouragement. And I just started this every Tuesday night. I do a weekly game slash giveaway. Yeah, boy, giving away a $20 gift card. I uh, came up with kind of a funny question and guys are leaving comments to answer the question. The best answer gets the gift card. So I'd love for you to be part of that. And I mentioned it earlier, but get the book Discipline is Destiny by Ryan Holiday. Discipline is Destiny. There's an Amazon link in the show notes and you can thank me later because it is good. That's it for now, my brothers. I'm heading to the gym to get in a much needed strenuous workout. Got to go practice what I preach. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>